From Sandwich Community TV, I'm Manx Taiki Magyar, and this is Blindside, the entire audio interviews that I've cut to make my short-form video documentaries. In the fall of 2018, I had the pleasure to speak to my old classmate, Deanna Harris, about her amazing physical transformation. She speaks about her drives, her troubles, and growing up as a heavier person. My hair is going like... Now you'll get. <laughs> uh, normally my hair is like up in like this big bun on top of my oh, head. Cause like, like work yeah, well work or just like going to the gym. It's like my life is, I go to work, I go to the gym, I wake up, like do school work, yeah. go to school, like do this, do work the next day and go to the gym, try to like figure out what I'm doing with dinner for Caleb. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Like, he used to eat everything, and now he's like, no, I only want to eat mac and cheese. I'm like, <laughs> no, yeah. I'm like, you can't have pizza and mac and cheese every and day. grilled cheese, like, every day. That, like, totally goes against everything I believe in. He's like, no, whatever. I'm like, okay. Um, cool. So if you want to get this started with, I don't know. I don't know what's a good point for you to, like, talk about. Like, what kicked this all off, I guess? Okay. Um, what kicked it off? Well, so I can also get, like, very, if I get, like, too sidetracked, just let me know, because no, I tend right. to, like, go full good. in depth into stories. So, um, really, so, let's see. I, I was working downtown at Marshland, and a coworker of mine actually became an Arbon. Oh, whoops, I moved this thing. I moved. Did it slip out? No. Oh, so it, yeah. It's, oh, okay. It's <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, okay. Take two. I'll do that again. So what started it was I was working downtown. I was, I don't know, kind of just like in a rut of like what not moving. This? this was... 2011 okay. so like the beginning of 2011 I had like made a new year's resolution um to I don't know just get better to I was always happy and confident and like that wasn't really the issue it was more um like <laughs> this is like a little embarrassing but it was like boys you know like I was so sick of feeling like I I I was so confident in myself but it just didn't seem like the guys that I were, attra I was attracted to, they were attracted back, I guess. And so I kind of just got to this point where I just wanted to be like, you know, like kind of like blow off everyone else and like just really focus on me. So I had a coworker who was working for Arbon. She was an Arbon consultant, and she was like, you know, I have this nutrition line. I know you're like going to the gym. So like in January of 2011, I started going to the gym with another coworker. And she was like, oh, this would work perfect for you. Like, why don't you give this a shot? And so I said, okay. And she gave me the program and it was essentially like a clean eating program. So I literally had to eliminate um, everything from like wheat to coffee. So any addictive kind of food, like. So coffee as well, even black coffee? Um, black coffee was okay, but most people can't drink coffee black. They have it with like some additive, like sugar or cream, yeah. like dairy. Um, so I couldn't have wheat, dairy, sugar, or like refined sugar. So I could have natural sugars, coffee, um, even alcohol, cause alcohol like raises your blood sugar and yeah. it's filled with a ton of like carbohydrates, 
Um, so I did that and I had lost my first 10 or 15 pounds and like that was a huge, huge deal for me because that was the first time in my life I had ever lost that much weight. Just from uh, cutting out some stuff? Just from cutting out. And I was also getting like severely sick um, and that's what kept me going. I was, um, so I'm pretty positive. I never got like officially tested for it, um, but that I either have celiacs or I'm highly gluten intolerant because I was getting like the stomach cramps, like in really bad pain. So when I started that line, it, I, I didn't feel sick anymore. Like I felt really good. Like I, I wasn't having issues with my stomach at all. Um, and so I kept going and the weight was just melting off of me. Like every month I was losing 10 pounds just from working out and like eating the right way. Um, and so from January of 2011 or really around February, maybe the end of February is when I started that program to like December of 2011, I had lost 84 pounds. So, and that was right before I found out that I was having my son. So for me, that was just like, it was the biggest accomplishment of my life at that point because I was diagnosed with polycystic ovarian syndrome when I was 18, which is a hormonal disorder. So essentially my body um, has a lot of cysts like on, on my ovaries and what happens is the cyst, um, they don't allow my body to produce enough estrogen. So I have higher levels of testosterone. So like if you see a, girls who have like facial hair, like balding spots, um, like male pattern baldness, yeah. like right here, excessive weight, things like that, um, there is a chance because PCOS is so common that they have that. So I was diagnosed at 18 and I remember crying, not because I was like angry that I had it, but I was angry because I had gone so long with a, without a doctor saying like, maybe there's something else going on. So I was active. I was on a competitive swim team since fifth grade. Like I, I, I was active enough that I shouldn't have gotten to the weight that I was at. Right. Um, and I wasn't a huge, I wasn't like a really horrible eater. Like there was definitely a point in my time, a point in my life that I could <laughs> eat like a whole quesadilla <laughs> from like two bros, like with extra sour cream or like, or, you know, having too much fun with my friends and like going through the Wendy's like <laughs> drive through um, and like, you know, like mowing down on like a Baconator or whatever. But you know, that was probably during, or like the start of like the my more depressive times. But when I was 18, it was more of like, all right. So on my 18th birthday, I pretty much found out I had this disease and like no one ever, like I literally had doctors just say, you're, you're fat and that's why you have all these symptoms. That's and crazy. I know, I know it was so awful. Like I, so I was on the swim team and my doctor at the time, I don't know if her, her daughter or her son was on the swim team, but she literally told me this um, this story of this girl on her her child's swim team that would uh, sneak Twinkies in between laps, and I'm like, what does that have to do with me? Like, what? And um, she was essentially trying to make a point of what? Oh, I'm sorry. That's fine. Can we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry. What? 
Okay, Dad. I'm filming right now. Yeah, but I need. Okay, okay. Make sure you go and lock it. Yep. Yeah. All right. Sorry, Taiki. Sneaking in Twinkies. Yeah, she. I don't even know why she brought brought it up. I essentially had gone in for like a routine, like physical or something, and obviously I was heavy. And she would, you know, she would badger my mom about like what, like what I was eating at home, like was I even like active, things like that. And my mom was like the kind of mom who she was against like sweets. Like we never had like. Uh, like snacky foods in our house, like chips, uh, like packages of cookies. Like my dad liked danishes and stuff and he did like soda. So we'd have those two things, but like our meals were like potato, vegetable, yeah, meat. like, yeah, it was yeah. like perfectly fine. It's mowing down on crap all the time. Like we, right. I didn't even grow up on like white bread, like whole wheat bread is, um, just, I don't know, like constantly having fruit in the house, like just good stuff. So um, she like brought up the story, it just being like, yeah, a girl on my um, daughter's swim team sneaks Twinkies, essentially trying to say to me, like, I bet you're, you're eating more than like on what, the side, yeah. on the side than I actually am. And so I even had like my swim coach at one point who I loved. Um, but you know, it's funny, like reflecting back on all this stuff, like I, I'm amazed that like it didn't affect me as much as it probably would have affected someone else. Like I even had my swim coach. Um, there was one time where I was my so a couple of my good friends and I we were all on a swim team. This was previous to high school, and um, we had a swim meet on Nantucket, and we hadn't really eaten at all. And when you're swimming, you're not supposed to eat between laps. You're not even supposed to eat like you know, at all during that period, just so you don't get sick, right. you know, because it's a lot of physical activity at once. Um, so I had, we, like the three of us sat down and we had like our sandwich, we had our lunch or something. And I was the only one of my friends who was like basically taken aside. And then I was like mandated to like be on, like I had to like uh, create a food diary of like what I was eating. I was so, you know, heavy. There was a lot of little things that went on that should have probably altered, like, my confidence yeah. or the way I thought, but I really didn't, I don't know, I, I didn't see it as, like, an insult. I saw it as, like, people trying to help me or, like, I knew myself that there was something going on, but I didn't know what because at that time I didn't have any answers. I just had basically, like, you're, you, you're big. Like, you're just a big person. Yeah, and I have, uh, so I, I'm one of four, I have three brothers, and, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I have an oldest one, and then my youngest one is, like, this big, he would, like, eat, like, full-on, like, steak dinners, like, for the breakfast, and he was, like, an active soccer player, and he's still, like, the smallest one of all of us, and I'd be like, 
why, you know, and I was closest to him when we were growing up, so I'd be like, why is it that you can eat all this food and like you're perfectly fine and like I eat like a bird. Like I'm literally one of those like, oh, there's something, let me pick at it. You know, cause that's, yeah. I don't know, it's fun. I don't, I'm not like a huge sit down person, which I had to like train myself to be like, all right, let's sit down, like let's eat, like whatever. Um, so my brother just, it, we always kind of, not like in weight, but we always had this like competition of like who could be tanner? Cause like he can tan and like, five seconds and it takes me like a whole week just to get to his kind of tan. Yeah. Um, so it was just interesting, but that's really essentially like overall, like what started my want to do this because I just got to this point where I was just so tired. But like my main reason at that particular time was like I said, like boys. And yeah, then it yeah, like, that's, that's totally, I feel like 99% like <laughs> like anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. They're like, I just too. want the opposite sex to yeah, like, yeah. like me. Yeah. And I think just being here in a small town, like I didn't realize like how open people actually are because it was like right out of high school. Yeah. I was like still in that high school mode. I mean, even though it was 2011, that was like only two years. Yeah. So um, that's kind of like what jump-started it. And then I had my son, um, and that was very, very, very difficult for me. That was probably like the hardest time of my life. Um, like during pregnancy or post? During and post. So during pregnancy, um, I think I, I went into shock. So with polycystic ovarian, um, or PCOS is probably how I'm gonna refer to it, um, you, I was told at 18 that I couldn't have children wow. because it's the leading cause for infertility. So I, you know, like anyone, I was like having fun, like didn't really consider anything. It's and I like was at the healthiest point in my life and it was like, bam, I'm pregnant. And so from going from 80, so I went from 258 pounds, which is the highest that I know of, but I'm pretty sure I was even heavier than that. Because um, I was like actually going through like all these old pictures last night, and I was like, "Oh my god! Like, what is this? Um, like, there's some like crazy videos of like me dancing, and I'm like, oh god! Like, what was I thinking? So, um, oh, where was it? Oh, with pregnant. So I had like just lost 84 pounds. So like I wasn't even in. So like you were saying um, with the podcast. I wasn't even at a place in my weight loss journey then where I could accept my body for what it was because I was obviously so used to being a certain weight and how, like losing weight is just as much losing physically as it is gaining mentally. So when you are losing weight or even if you're someone who was always smaller and then you gain weight and you like see your reflection in the mirror and you're like, I'm not that big. It's the same thing when you lose weight because it, like for me, like just my post yesterday, it's like I'm half of the person that I was 10 years ago, like physically, yeah. but mentally, you know, yeah, like I've, I've grown because I'm older and I would say the only difference is that like I, I'm more aware of who I am, like I'm very assertive and like I know I, I take the time to understand myself. But at that point in time, I wasn't even able to rationalize my weight loss, rationalize my growth. Like I was just like so happy that I had lost weight. And so when I got pregnant, 
it was like, oh my gosh, like life stopped for me quite literally. And um, I didn't know how to take it because I was one of those people that at the time that, you know, having children just wasn't on my mind. I was, you know, 21 right. when I got pregnant. But if a doctor told you that like you couldn't get pregnant. Right, I, I exactly. So I was like mind blown. Um, so with my pregnancy with Caleb, I, I gained 60 pounds. So everything that I had worked so hard for just came back. And I know a lot of people had said, oh, well, but you know, you were pregnant. It's like, okay, I understand, but like you don't understand that like that took so much hard work for me to just get to that point. So I kind of fell into a quite severe depression, but it wasn't postpartum. Um, I ended up finding out that I actually had acute PTSD um, which, you know, PTSD kind of just comes from like any traumatic experience, I guess. And for me, it must have been like multiple things. So I kind of just lived in this cycle of um, just like every day was just like black and white, like nothing had color. Like it, it was like I was a walking zombie. But what really got to me the most and what's sad is that a lot of my anger had to do with the fact that I was so resentful for gaining weight. And I, that sounds so dumb, but it's true because, you know, like those little things I was mentioning before, you know, when you have all these people who are like targeting you for your weight, like I was never bullied, like to my knowledge, like I don't remember ever anyone ever like coming up to me and being like, you're fat or like you're this or whatever. I mean, like, yeah, there were like some behind the scenes, like everyone gets like no big deal. And I just owned my weight. I was like, all right, you can call me fat. Like you're, you're being truthful. <laughs> like it's true. Like it's not like I can't hide that. Like, yes, I am a big person. Thank you for pointing out the <laughs> obvious here. Um, but it was just, at that point in my life, I was just, I just wanted so badly to like accomplish a goal and where I didn't go off to school, I was like, that was like my big accomplishment. Um, and I didn't have postpartum in the sense, I didn't have postpartum at all, which is like, you kind of like, you don't feel that love for your child, you're kind of resentful or like, uh, it's, it's a different kind of depression. Whereas like my son was like my entire world. Like he was the only thing that like made sense to me. So I was very like protective and I was like, you know, you're, he was, he was and still is like my absolute everything. Um, but I was so resentful of my weight, like to the point that like, I didn't even buy like maternity clothes because I was just like, no, I was small. Like I'm gonna remain small, but that, you know, that didn't happen. Um, and then we moved to Florida and it just got worse. <laughs> it just got so much worse. Like I just could not deal with Florida whatsoever. Not to say anything bad, like I'm sure there are people who love Florida, but like it was not me, not me, did not like it. Um, so we came back here and I started working for um, a company where like promoting health is huge. So I worked for a company that was a residential community for adults with disabilities. Um, and so that we have health coaches and we have fitness coaches and you know, our health coach was, she was, she's great. She was very, like, very adamant about fitness, very adamant about health, which is what you need, especially when people don't really know the importance of it. And so 
I realized every time I was talking to not just her but to other people, it was I was using past tense of like when I did lose weight, when I was this way, when I had accomplished this. And that was something that always bothered me about other people about like, well, why can't you do it now? And then I realized I was turning into exactly what I would preach against. Like you can do it and you will be able to do it. Like you just have to put your mind to it. But I wasn't using my own advice. And so I was talking to her and she like showed me this program that she had found called Whole30, which is an amazing program. It's hard, but it's it really is beneficial. Is it more nutrition or fitness? Um, Whole30 is all about nutrition. So it's really eliminating all additives and all like addictive kinds of foods um, because essentially what's happened to our diet, especially in North America, we tend to overeat in carbohydrates, but people misunderstand carbohydrates too. They think carbohydrates are what make you gain weight, but carbohydrates are actually what fuel our body for energy. It's the only thing that fuels our body for energy. So there's a lot of people who think doing a low carb diet is beneficial, but really we need carbs to help us maintain everything in our body, just to help us, uh, um, I guess, putting in Lamet's turn, to like help our body process everything so if we don't have the proper amount of carbohydrates we're not going to have the energy we're going to feel fatigue we're going to feel um probably like i don't know just like achy pain because that's our fuel so that whole the whole 30 is designed to allow people to realize like what is causing them like pain so people who experience like gas or like like i said fatigue or any type of um stomach aches that things like that they eliminate all additives um and addictive are not just addictive i'm sorry allergen foods so it's pretty rigorous but it is amazing if you are that type of person who can follow that um but so she showed me that and i was like all right i love to take on challenges so whenever someone is like oh, do this. And especially if I feel like other people like are like naying me, they're like, oh no, you can't do that. I'm like, oh yes, I can. Like, and I will show you. Um, so I just, you know, took on this program, started doing it. And I, I started feeling good again, like, because I had gained back the weight that I had lost, you know, five years ago. Um, it was very difficult for me to get out of that mentality of like, okay, I can do this. I, you know, that period of my life didn't define me. Like every day I have growth. Everyone has growth. Like you are, you know, you're your worst, you're your worst enemy and your best friend all at the same time. So, um, I just started that program and I just ran with it and I discovered so much more. I've discovered so much more about myself through this part of my life than I ever have. Like, I just, I know who I am and I know that there is a lot, um, there's a lot that goes into discovering not only just like how to lose weight or how to maintain your body, but really how to like maintain your mental health. Like for me, that was huge because I needed to figure out like what triggered me with PTSD because they're triggers. Like, um, how, how do I control that? So for me, like, yeah, I love working out, but the primary reason why I work out is so that I stay even because of my hormonal disorder. Like, I have a whole bunch of things going against me, like 
hormones, you think about a girl like during that, you know, special time and they're just like, I don't like life. And so for me, that's almost like a daily thing because my hormones are like all the time, up and down like a roller coaster. And it's something I cannot help unless I train my body like physically, mentally and eat appropriately. So, um, a lot of the reason why I work out is just to like get out any type of aggression or like anger, any type of feeling. Like even if I'm happy, like my workouts are not as exciting. They're like a little dull because I'm like, whatever, like I feel good. But then if I'm like even stressed, I'm like, okay, I need to go and work this out. And then eating, it's the same thing. Like you can control what you put in your mouth. Like no one is hand feeding you and pushing that stuff, whatever it is into you. So, um, that's another thing, like I'm a control freak and I like love to control myself and kind of like everything around me. Um, so yeah, that's like, okay. So sorry about that was so much. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, it's just fascinating to hear the whole process and the journey and stuff like that. Um, I guess, I don't know, just talking about like now, like where you're at now and, and the change and, and again, like, I don't know, a little bit of like reflecting back to, to where you were at and just the world around you and how that has that effect. Like, is it weird? I mean, you hear, I'm sure you hear tons of compliments for everything. Yeah, that's like, it's, it's strange. Like it's weird. So not strange. Oh, that sounded so bad. (laughs) Um, It's, that's another thing is learning to say thank you and to actually like genuinely appreciate someone else's compliment because it's, you know, you kind of get so warped up in your own journey and like you're like what's going on in in your world that you forget that other people notice you, especially with like social media, like people see things constantly. And I think a lot of people, you know, including myself, you see things on social media and you think, oh, that person has it better. Or like, look what that person did. And I can't do that. And the truth is you can. And um, I think... I don't know. I right now I'm so after losing the weight, I'm like doing strength training. So that's difficult. Um, I haven't lost like a bunch of weight since like, I don't know, probably March ish. So right now I'm strength training. Um, and that in itself is hard because it's like, I'm not losing weight, but somehow I like look smaller and like that getting through that is kind of weird. Like, um, I need to stop like looking at numbers opposed numbers in terms of pounds instead of like looking at like my physical pro- progress um right, you're gaining muscle now yeah so yeah so i'm going to look like leaner and stuff but to me i'm like all i see is like my stomach and i'm like oh man like why won't that go away but then like reflecting back on pictures i was like oh my god <laughs> like I just never knew I was that big. And that sounds crazy, but it's like when a thin person thinks that they're fat and you're like, why, like, what what are you, what are you talking about? I, as a bigger person, never thought I was that big. Like, and I don't know if that just came from having confidence and I thought I was like pretty, which sounds so, so vain, but But I don't know though. I feel like that's that's what's interesting because you were I never I never thought of you as like a quiet girl in the back <laughs> yeah in a good way and you're always so fun and happy all the time. Thank you. Yeah, it's but. like it's weird. I've had a couple people like recently ask me like, was I that confident? Like, was I as confident as I said I was in high school? I'm like, 
Yep. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm not sure you can fake that. Well, maybe you can, but like, I'm not good at faking anything. <laughs> like, just I know that for a fact. Um, but I think right now, like, the mental process is like the hardest because it's like, okay, like, I have to accept that, like, this is what I look like now. And I have to not be one of those people who think, oh, thank you, but I'm sure you don't really mean that. Like, that, that sounds so bizarre. So it's just as equally, as I said, like, the mental emotional. And now that's the part of the journey that I'm on is, like, accepting it and to not give up because this is, like, the hardest part. Now that I've lost so much weight, it's the maintenance. And to reach out, like one thing I don't think a lot of people do is like reach out if they need help. Uh Um, They tend to, I don't know if they're embarrassed or whatever, where I'm like the complete opposite. I'm like, let me embarrass myself. I go up to like random people at the gym and I'm like, am I doing this right? Can you please show me? (laughs) I know, I know. But that's how you make the most progress. Exactly. Well, because I don't want to like hurt myself and I don't want to, you know, if I I also don't want to look like that person at the gym who's like, oh, I'm going to the gym and I don't really know what I'm doing, but I'm going to like do all these things that like another person who does know what they're doing, like, oh my God, can you stop? (laughs) Can you stop doing that? Because I have friends that are physical trainers where um, like even like the slightest thing, like the way I hold my wrists, like, you know, to like do a uh, chest press is I tend to go backwards, which isn't good formation, things, things like that. Or I was actually looking at a video I had posted where I'm doing like a back workout and I'm like yanking this thing like down, like moving my body in like the wrong way. And really I was supposed to only come to like my chin and go back up and like, I posted that on social media for everyone to see that I'm doing it wrong. But I'm like, but that's part of my journey. Like I'm not perfect and I'm still learning and I know what's good for myself, but that doesn't mean like what worked for me is going to work for other people because everyone's body is different. Like I have a lot of gut issues. Like I have a lot of sensitivities, like let alone like the whole hormonal thing, like the PCOS, like that's its own, you know, awfulness in one. Like, so, um, and it's having also now like the confidence in myself that I know what I'm talking about. Like I might not be an expert. I might not be um, fully like into my bachelor's yet, but I have done this now for eight years. So I know how hard, how hard you have to work and like the things you have to do um, just to get yourself to where you need to be. And everyone is different. And that's like what I, I always want to stress the most is that you know, like you can't compare yourself to other people and compare yourself to like how far someone else is in their life because they have their own like demons that they're going through and they have their own um, issues. They might, you know, they're not sharing to other people. It's all internal. And um, I, I just want to be a positive, positive influence, not only on other people, but like on myself and really strive to continue accepting myself and being confident in myself and getting to a point in my life where I feel like I can help others and 
let them know like you know my journey was hard like it it's not it wasn't easy it wasn't just like oh i've lost all this weight like oh here we go like it was a lot of work and it still is like every single day like even you know like talking with you i was like oh my god i'm so nervous like what am i gonna say <laughs> like you know and um i i still get nervous even to see people because i'm like oh my god like i don't like what are they gonna think and then i'm like why do i even care like why do i care you know and but i'm sure they have the same they have the same thoughts too um not negative thoughts just like you know being nervous yeah. yeah being nervous um like for a while like i was super nervous about um like people knowing i was a mom and that was difficult only because i was so young when i became a mom so for me um, I was like, I'm like so protective of my child that I'm like, okay, only certain people can know him. Like, <laughs> like don't, don't talk to anyone. <laughs> I'm like, he's my like little cherub and like he actually looks like a cherub too. Like he looks like a little cabbage patch kid. Um, so it's, it's just interesting. I think that's like as much as I can reflect. I don't, I'm not really sure. I'm not even sure if I answered your question. To be no, honest. yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's just so much unpack. It's like when people, you see the journey of like you, you just see like that, the two pictures. And I'm sure people thought like, oh, she just like got thin. And they don't know like how long, how many years difference was that and how much struggle you went Yeah, like yeah. And so when people see you now, they're like, wow, you look great. And you're like, oh, thanks. It's like, yeah, that's yeah. it. But you like literally went through not only just being in high school and all that, like your whole youth, but then going through the transformation and then just no one really... And then you just come back and you're just, and you're different. It's, it's really weird. <laughs> yeah. It's really such a bizarre feeling to have. It is. It is so bizarre because I almost look at other, this is, this is, I think, unique to me where I look at other people and I'm like, what do you mean I look different? Like, yeah. I thought I always looked this way. And then I post pictures like I did and I'm like, oh my God, I never looked this way. Like, what? Um, or just like my personality. Like, I don't think I've changed. Like... I am still pretty much the same person. I might be a little more reeled in, like maybe not as like, hi, how are you? <laughs> like super bubbly. Um, but I also think that depends on like where I am too. Yeah. But overall, like I would say like I'm, I'm still the same, but you're right. Like to have other people be like, oh my God, you look so good. I'm like, oh, okay, hey. <laughs> thank you. Like, oh. Like, what do I say to this? Like, because I'm still working. So to me, I'm like, like, I'm still really, like, I'm not even where I want to be yet. So just accepting, like, that compliment is like, okay, it's a compliment. Say thank you, like, move on. Like, don't think anything more of it. And just, like, don't also let that stop you either. Like, there are people who are like, oh, well, I did what I have to do. So, like, I'm done. And it's like, no, like, the moment you get off that bandwagon, like, things can change for the worse. I mean, you have to think like just like losing or gaining weight. Like when you gain weight, that takes a little bit of time. It tends to take a lot less time to gain the weight because if you don't care what you eat or you're just packing on those calories or your activity level even changes, you're not going to have the same body you had a few months prior to that. And it's losing weight. It's a constant decision to wake up every single day and be committed to I'm not going to have this or not even I'm not going to have like if I if I do have this this is going to affect my progress but also getting into that mental state of not getting um, addicted to the process too like 
the psychological of like, if I eat this, this is gonna make me fat. Like you have to realize what's going, what's healthy for you and healthy for your body. Um, Cause that's another component that a lot of people don't realize with weight loss. It's, you know, I can't go out with a bunch of my friends and you know, I've, I've had people who are like, are you really gluten-free? And I'm like, yeah, like, you know, would you ask me the same if I said I was allergic to nuts? Would you be like, are you really allergic to nuts? Like, yes, I am really like, if I could down a whole pizza, trust me, like I would, or like, that's one of the things that like I miss or um, just being able to go out and not being that person who has to be like, okay, do you have a separate menu? Like, what can I eat that's not gonna make me sick or, um, you know, cause that in itself is like pretty hard. Cause people are like, oh, yeah, are you, or like whatever. I'm like, oh yeah, okay. Like, like, constantly yeah, things. constantly. And then I work in that field too. And like, I know the behind the scenes of people like, you know, and where I work, they're great. They're like super like on top of it. And we try our hardest to accommodate allergies. But I know in other places you can tell, like you can tell when someone's like, really like stop and like eh, well you know so in terms of uh, that or like getting that um that response from people like i i'm like intimidated like i'm just i'm almost at that point where i'm like ready to hear it but i'm like not ready to hear it and i'm yeah. like all right like let's just see how this conversation goes like maybe they like won't mention it or then they do and i'm like okay thanks and like how do we get around this and like move forward it, yeah yeah, yeah. does it ever just get like tiring because it feels like i mean like it's just an aspect of your i mean now it's more of a positive aspect before it might have been a negative and it's just like constantly present throughout your life like people and just respond it's like like why like you don't go up to people and be like hey you look great like, you know what the back. funny thing is though i do <laughs> like i am one of well, those people oh, you know like yeah. i'm like you look really pretty or like yeah. i i am one of those people so um but you're right a lot of people are a little bit like more shy and like reserved yeah. um no it doesn't get tiring it's like very it's actually inspiring to me of like wow, like I, you know, I haven't seen this person in forever and they, they're complimenting me. Like that to me is, is huge. And I'm like, it, it makes me want to continue my process. And like, I, I almost feel like I want to also, I'm also at this like point where I want to make other people proud, you know, and I don't want to um, have people who have been following my journey like see me get off the bandwagon either because I might be inspiring someone else that I have no idea like on the on the daily so to me it's um, it, it it doesn't get old it's still always shocking I guess is the best way to put it like maybe 10 years from now it won't be um, but like as of right now like I I'm in that like plateau point so I like just came over that mountain and I'm in that like okay like this is where I'm working I'm still steady in it like and I still I have people reach out to me all the time and just like say the most beautiful things to me that I'm like awesome. yeah that I'm, I'm literally blown away and I almost feel bad because I I almost say exactly the same thing every time because I'm like I don't know how to respond to this like I don't want to sound vain but I also don't want to sound like I don't believe the person or like 
it's just like what is the like mixture of like or like the perfect mixture of just like expressing like my gratitude towards them and how much it means to me that people just even go out of their way to type the however many seconds it takes them to like type whatever they're typing yeah exactly so it never it never gets old and i'm always like up to hearing anything like if anyone ever wants to like talk about like where they're at um because like we were discussing uh, it's not just a physical journey for me it's very much a mental journey too so even people who have suffered, like I'm not a psychologist, I'm not, you know, I'm not even a health coach. Like I'm just someone who has lived this life and who has lived those experiences. And if I can help someone else get through something, like I'm going to, because I felt for a long time, like I didn't have that help because I didn't know how to just say like, I, I need the help. I was always kind of self-driven. So. I just kind of made these decisions by myself. I didn't really have, like, I, I wouldn't say I had, like, one particular person that inspired me. It was more of, like, I guess, envy. Like, maybe I would see something and I'd be like, I want to do that. Like, I want to be that. So then I slowly but surely, like, I'm kind of like a light switch. I, um, <laughs> seriously, like, I'll, like, be thinking about it, thinking about it, and then one day, bam, I just do it. Like, so I've always kind of operated that way. It's like when I started this journey, I was just like, all right, I made that New Year's resolution like everyone else does. And like, you see that, like, it's so funny. Every January, the gym is packed. And then, like, wait a couple months, it dies. Like, it just completely fizzles out. All those, like, New Year resolutioners, they're like, all right, I did that for a couple of weeks. I'm good. Like, this was too hard. Um, but, like, I, I even did that where I made the New Year's resolution, but I just stuck with it. And that, I remember, I, again, and I know I mentioned this, but the first 20 pounds I lost, I was like, whoa, like, what? So crazy. And then even now, I, like, look at my son, and he's 48 pounds, and I'm like, I've literally lost two of you. I have lost like the equivalents of two of you. Like that's crazy. And of course, he's super physical too. Like he's a little monkey. And he just like his strength, I'm like, I go to the gym and work out for this. Like you yeah. just naturally have this, like you can hang from bars for like five minutes. I'm like lucky if I can do like any type of holding of my body weight. So it's like it's interesting. Um but yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. Just to kind of wrap this up. I don't know. Just obviously, like you said about wanting to, cause I think your story and your journey just could have helped just like a lot of people and just to show people that it, like whatever is possible, you know, as long as you put the effort and the work to it. So I don't know, just sort of like final statements out there to just like, I guess just to other people that like struggle with weight or just any sort of perspective for it, that journey. Yeah. Um, Oh, that's a, that's a, it's kind of a loaded one. No, no, no. It's a, it's a good one. It's just one of those things where I'm a firm believer and sometimes you need like tough love and, uh, whatever that tough love is, like whether it's like with yourself or maybe someone else has to give you some tough love. Like the one thing about health journeys or really any type of journey you're going to take in your life, you just have to do it. You have to you know, you can talk about it all you want, like any person, like words only mean so much. And if you can't put the action to it, then, you know, eventually your story is going to get old or 
um, people aren't going to really believe you. And it's because they can see that you don't believe that in yourself. And so I'm a firm believer of, you know, if you make a decision, it's okay definitely to talk about it because you need to. Like, obviously, you, you want to hear, like, other people's, I don't know, or feel other people's positive energies or, like, maybe you need them to have you know, more of an influence on you. But really, ultimately, at the end of the day, you're the only one who can make that decision. And you're the only one who can start your own health journey or whatever, whatever it is in your life. Like, if you want to become the CEO of a business, like, you are the one who have, have to work hard for it. And if you want to lose weight or if you want to become better mentally, like, it's a daily process. And every day, you just have to realize, like, you know, today is a new day and whatever you did the day before, it's okay. Like if you make mistakes or if you have a road bump, like it just, it, it doesn't define you. You have to just accept where you are and accept who you are as a person and just realize like, you know what, this is what I want. And I actually have to say that um, I believe that your like journey is, um, probably the most selfish thing you'll ever do because um, you you really are in it for yourself and on your own. And unfortunately, you will have a lot of people who might be negative, who don't believe in you, don't believe you can do it. Um, and what I say to that is use that as your reinforcement to like do better and be better. Um, and like I again, like I have people who reach out to me all the time and I'm like, you really have to just get into the self-love and selfish mode of like all that matters is you at this point in time, because at the end of the day, you live with yourself, even if you have a significant other or like a child like I have, like you have to you have to just take yourself away from anything that's causing you negativity or stress or anxiety or anything like that and just go with it and believe in yourself and um, I don't think people do that enough or practice that enough where you know if you want something you know you just got to commit yourself to it you have to stop caring what other people think like I had a uh, workout friend who she wouldn't go to the middle part of the gym where like you're standing with like other people around you, you know, like the big, like the big shots who are like, <laughs> and like checking themselves out in the, like the mirror. And I was like, you know what, who cares? Because if you look like you know what you're doing, no one's gonna say anything. And just realizing like everyone starts somewhere, like everyone no one like has this like perfect road map like there's gonna be bumps in the road you're gonna have days where like you just feel awful you feel like I have that like I'm pretty sure I post about that I have that like at least once a month and we can attest to like what that is about and um, you know like I'll feel like man like I am huge <laughs> or like oh my god like what am I doing and like I have those frequently so you know, there that, but that's all it is. It's just a bump in the road, and the the choice to go on any type of like self care act is really, you know, just accept that life isn't perfect. You're not perfect, and you will have like this amazing support system all around you. Once you get rid of that negativity, you, like all you'll have is positive people positive thoughts and even on those days you don't like you'll just 
you'll realize ultimately in the end it doesn't matter and what matters is your own self-happiness and like loving yourself for everything that you are and that's the thing with a weight with weight loss is it's not just losing weight it's loving yourself and also being positive with the people around you and not um letting others bring you down but instead lifting other people up and just really committing yourself to what you love. Diana has since pursued an education in health and nutrition and continues to train even with the recent birth of her second child. Blindside is a sandwich community TV podcast. Subscribe to us on your favorite platform or visit us directly at www.sandwichcommunitytv.org so you can stay up to date with all the newest content. Thanks for listening.